My fault. <laughs> yep, there's the outtakes now. All right, here we go. Welcome to Creating Community with Dorian and Jake, a podcast designed to bring area leaders, business owners, and other interesting people together to better our community. I'm your co-host, Jake Starkey. And I'm your other co-host, Dorian Strickland. We're the owners of 1820 Marketing and 1820 Coffee House in the heart of Alvin, Texas. And we're excited to kick off season two of Creating Community. Thank you to all the listeners, and we look forward to continuing what we've already started here. Our goal with this podcast is to showcase the amazing people, businesses, and organizations we have in and around Brazoria County. So if you know someone who we should highlight, please contact us at info at 1820marketing.com to let us know. Today, we are again at the Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce, one of the sponsors of this podcast. Texas Snow Fruit is also a sponsor, and you can learn more about both of them later on in the show. If you're a first-time listener, we would love for you to subscribe to Creating Community on your favorite podcast app. Creating Community with Dorian and Jake is available wherever you get your podcast, or you can listen directly at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. In this episode, we're doing something a little different. We've invited Jamie Scafidi and Carrie Perrin from the Alvin Manville area of Chomp. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be the ones who knew it. Oh, this is going to be fun. Here we go. Oh, man. That might stay in. Would in this like episode, a vowel or... <laughs> In this episode, we've invited Jamie Scafidi and Carrie Perrin from the Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce to sit down and interview us. All right, this is going to be fun. Based on our conversation already, we can tell they are prepared. The question is, are, are Jake and I prepared? We gave them eight minutes to come up with questions. And we so have just, spent that eight minutes yeah. coming up with the best zingers we can find. The yeah. best three questions they could come up yeah. with. Let me just put my question marks on All my right. questions who, here, and I'm yeah. ready. Who wants to go first? I'll take that one. So everybody knows you guys from 1820 Marketing and 1820 Coffee. Why don't you tell us your story before you were Jake and Dorian from 1820 Coffee? Jake and Dorian. Yeah. Um, I think it's Dorian and Jake. I, th- I, I, I missed <laughs> that up. You're probably right. It's okay. No, no, no. Just once. Just once. Coming we can be from Carrie and Jamie, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, well, for me, so 20 years of marketing, ex- marketing experience, I worked for the city of Denton as a public information specialist. I worked for the city of Missouri City and doing the same thing. Uh, got a background in radio, television, film, English, and emergency management. So... All those things kind of dovetail into what we do now. and English uh, and emergency management. Yeah. Nice. I can make Seamless. a video, write the script, and deal with the uh, crisis all at the same time. Wow. Fantastic. Well, for me, the 50,000-foot view. Okay. Uh, when I left the military, I didn't want to go back home, so I moved to Maryland because I knew somebody there. Uh, looked around for a job after about four months, couldn't find anything. Got a job at a local emergency vet clinic. Uh, ended up staying for 23 years. Wow. Uh, during that time, I did all kinds of marketing for all kinds of vet practices, and it was really what my passion was. And that's how I have so much experience in the marketing field, which, as Jake has alluded to, it's uh, made us do what we do now, but we're doing what we really love to do. Yeah. The coffee house just happened. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a question, so <laughs> tell us how it happened. Well, wonderful, wonderful person in the community, mm-hmm. uh, Henry Dillman, uh, was the previous owner of Rocket Boom Coffee. Uh, yep. My wife and I had just opened Texas Snow Fruit, and I went over to pick up food one day when we were so slammed we couldn't stay up, and I grabbed some food from Henry, and he said, 
hey, just so you know, we're closing the coffee house. We're not going to reopen it and walked away. And I go, wait, 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 hold on. What happened? And he said nothing big. He just, with COVID, he needed to focus on one of his two businesses. And the Gordon Street Tavern was his passion. And he mm-hmm. is clearly good at what he does. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I immediately called Jake and said, hey, come up here. I've got a project for us. And uh, no, no, no. He said, hey, Jake, we need to talk. Yeah. And that's never how you want to start out a conversation. But we've worked together in the past. So Well, so had had this idea even been like oh, on never. the radar between you two? Like, how did how did you know Jake's the guy I call for this idea that's so running I'll, through I'll my head? I'll tell you one thing that it, we had recently worked on a project with, um, oh, my gosh. Was Spark. Media. Spark. Spark podcast podcon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. On the north side of town. And it had been I mean, literally weeks before. And he shared with me during that weekend that he had always wanted to open a coffee house. Oh, no way. Henry approached Jake and his marketing firm and said, Hey, I want you to do a logo for me. Yeah. Uh, Jake said, sure. What is it? He said, it's going to be called rocket boom. He goes, okay, what is it? He said, a coffee shop. Jake goes, ah, threw all his papers up in the air. It's <laughs> like all this research I've been doing to open a coffee uh-huh. shop. Alvin can't, probably handle two right. coffee shops that thrive. And yeah. so when that was told to me, I said, Jake and I work well together. We, right, we do a great job. And he's already done all the knowledge. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people might forget that Rocket Boom opened maybe 2018. It was not it was November of 2018 established business. They were open 14 months. Right. And so we're talking, you guys were doing this conversation, what, spring 2020, yeah. late spring, I don't, yeah, right. I don't remember the time exactly, but it was around March. Yeah. So yeah. you were talking to a business that had only been around maybe just a little over months. a year. Yeah. yeah they've been yeah. 14 months. And, and as of August 4th, we will have been open 15 months. So wow. we're excited about that. I mean, yeah, it's something interesting to, to me, the thing is I respect Henry a lot. And so yeah, when he said, you yeah. never would have happened shop, without Henry. <laughs> right. It was, eh, right. I'm not going to compete against that. I think he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and I think for him with, with COVID and everything, he's trying to keep two businesses afloat. He's got to be there early for the coffee mm-hmm. shop. He's got to be there late for Gordon Street. I'm assuming he's probably got a lot more employees at Gordon Street than he did at Rocket <laughs> right. Boom. Yeah. And right. so it's if I'm going to keep one of them afloat. And even let's keep, then, a business as young as that, you're not turning profits just yet. Yeah, you know? exactly. So. Well, and, and what I will say is that Henry has been, like he is with a lot of people, he's right. been unbelievably helpful during our first year or so. I mean, yes. he, any questions we have, he's yeah. he's quick to come to us, uh, answer them. He's even quick to come to us like he did today yeah. to share information that might be important to us that we might have missed because we haven't been in the food industry for 20 years like he has. Yeah. yeah. So big shout out to Henry. Yeah. So you guys went from standard paycheck jobs oh. to becoming entrepreneurs <laughs> That's a Don't big remind our wives. in the yeah. middle of a pandemic. And you opened a coffee house with, I don't think I heard any restaurant experience. So tell us how that, that's a lot of risk all wrapped up into one. Tell us how that worked. So my wife and I had a marketing company that we'd worked together Mm -hmm. on for the past couple of years prior to COVID and everything. And it was getting to the point that she had straightened me out enough that I could function as an adult. (laughs) And wow. And she, she loved. Good job, Cindy. She loves yeah. teaching. And so she was like, Jake, I think I want to go back to teaching and you can keep doing this. And we go, okay. She loves teaching. It's something she's passionate about. I'm lined out better. And I'm not going to lie. I can't hurt having a steady income <laughs> Oh yeah, coming in. And so in January of 2020, she started teaching again, or she's a 
instructional coach technically, but, and then COVID hit and no one wanted to market their business. No one wanted to Mm -hmm. do website. No one wanted to upgrade their websites. And that was all in March and you go, okay, well, what's going to happen? And then we have to pivot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when Dorian came to me, the fascinating thing was at the time, I'm sure y'all all kind of heard the same thing, but we were, everyone told us it's going to be a month. Right. Month, right. Oh, we're yeah. all gonna have yeah. masks. Everything would be fine. Yeah. We just need to hunker down for maybe a month. two months. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, we put together our numbers. We budgeted to try and we to we were able to survive just fine for three plus months. And yeah. we're like, if it's gonna be a month, that's two months of fat. We're good. And then we talk about like ten months in, we're going. We're still are people we are still wearing masks. We're still doing stuff. We're still at fifty percent. Yeah. And the fact that we are surviving, like a lot of businesses are, you know, I've seen a lot of people pivot in their own lives just to mm-hmm. start their own business, starting a restaurant or whatever. And it's like, I don't know. I, I think a little bit of it, honestly, is you have the asterisk, right? Like if, if you fell, it's, oh, yeah, well, that's true. You know, COVID, you have something to blame. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Not yourself. I mean, not that, yourself. That's we right. would knock ourselves for not succeeding, but right. It is just, but it is interesting. You bring up that time uh, where I think, especially a town like ours, very close knit community, community oriented. Yeah. they, definitely during that time of shutdowns were very much voting with their dollars, what businesses they wanted to make sure stayed around. You know, mm-hmm. they wanted to make sure they didn't regret not going there a couple of times. So yeah. you guys seem to have instantly created, and even your slogan talks about how you create community one cup at a time. Uh, I always wondered how do you intentionally make community happen through a business? Like you do. Well, Jake and I have talked about this specifically. And I think the easy answer is that we know what our business model is. Yeah. We know what we want to be long-term. So any decisions we make regarding events, mm. products, staff, services, has to fit that long-term model. If what we want to do, and there has been some that have come up, that we felt did not necessarily meet that criteria, we didn't do it. Yeah, We were also... We, we don't do the best at it, but we try to stay a couple of months ahead of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. For example, had the pandemic mask order where people couldn't come inside, had it stayed any longer, our next event was going to be a live bingo where everybody sat in their cars in the giant parking lot across the street from us, and we mm-hmm. had big signs that said B12. Wow. Right? So we could call it out. When somebody got bingo, they were going to honk their horn. And we're going to give out prizes. We're going to do those kind of things. So we tried to stay a step ahead of everything. Mm-hmm. What I've pride myself in in the last 20 years in the vet world is I knew it well enough. It's kind of like Henry with the hospitality industry. He knows it well enough. Yeah. He can see what's coming before other people do. And I felt that way in the vet world. So I'm trying to make that happen now. And it's really what I prided myself on in my previous job is being able to see what's coming. Mm-hmm. And then there's also within the hospitality industry, you'll hear people talk about the third place. And so there's home, there's work, and there's a third place that people come and hang out. Yeah. And so when we started talking about it, our goal really was to create that third place where people want to go. Like, I'm not going to work, but I want to go somewhere. I want to get out of the house. What do I do? Well, let's go get a cup of coffee. And so that, that intentionality of creating an environment where people can come in and, and hang out and spend time. And we're not, we see so many coffee, um, shops on Facebook, they're like, how do you get 
people to leave your coffee shop. Like, why, why would you, you want, want them, them to leave? leave? Ah, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You know, they're like, we don't, they come in. Do you cut got, off their internet after an hour? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Let them. No, it just messes up on its own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on now. Uh, well, and to that point, there are struggles that we have that we just, we just try to hammer through and keep pounding away. Well, but I, I still would say you, you've created an environment in there where everybody works there knows my name. Yeah. And, and what so, you drink. Yeah. And what you don't drink. Yeah. Like they kind of learn like, oh, Carrie's coming and he doesn't like making decisions. So let's, <laughs> exactly. let's get him to make one for it. Okay. The decision maker. That might mean we come too often. Uh, well, that's a no, good it's point. It's like that's walking into what, cheers. No, that is not what it means. <laughs> well, so, but that not. was my thought was you, you're, you literally create an environment that's like the cheer song. Yeah. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. So how do you, how do you make a, a, a community full of norms when they walk in. Well, and do you have a norm? Like what, what is the we, 1820 norm? So we physically have literally a guy named norm. Oh, no way. Who came in and we talked to everybody. You know, Jake and I are there pretty much all the time and we talk to everybody. We feel like yeah. we've become the face of 1820. I don't know that it was our intention, but that's what happened initially. But I would say that does explain where a lot of the community comes and we from. Talk to you everybody. are there in the middle. Right. And our job is to connect people. So yes. pastors come in and we know another pastor is there. We'll introduce them. Yeah. Right. A realtor's there and we know a financial guy is there. We'll introduce yeah. them. Right. Yeah. That's how we're creating the community. But back to this guy, he comes in and he we said, hey, what is your name? He said, I'm Norm. I said, oh, great. Yeah, I go, so when you come in, I'm going to start yelling, Norm. Norm. He goes, that'd be great. Yeah. He was I would imagine every Norm wants that. <laughs> yeah. so, about, so about three months ago, he stopped coming in. It turns out he's got so busy at his job at the bank that he just didn't have time to come in. So when he came in about four days ago, three days ago, <laughs> as he walked in, I go, I go, here comes Norm. So when he walks in, we both go, no, nice. and he's yeah. like, yeah, like he's just the <laughs> smile on his face. And that's what we're trying to do. All of the staff, we talked to the staff about yeah. you're welcoming them to your home. Think yeah. of this as your home. When somebody mm. walks in, they shouldn't have to ask for something. You should be helping them right now. You have those really good people that are refrigerator privileged people. We don't have those at the shop. That's however, good. yeah. Everybody else that comes in, like they know what you want. They mm -hmm. actually know what you want versus your name a lot of times. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. And even one of the things we've done, we empower the staff. And, and really, I would say the reason that it's got such a great feeling when you come in is because the staff is there and they're always smiling. They're always happy. Mm -hmm. They're always cheerful. And to me, we also gave them the latitude. And we said it before, there'll be people who've never come in and had a latte. And we go, well, let, try it. And mm -hmm. if you don't like it, we'll fix it. Yeah. Well, and they've taken it to the next level. Yeah, they, they really staff have. favorites. They, really they have. have. Hey, let me make a suggestion for you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and they do a good job at it, which I don't, it's crazy to me that they can talk to you for five minutes and help find a drink. Well, that you and would I, like. I would say that is good evidence of, I don't think they're micromanaged as opposed to the big chain where you yeah. can tell they've got really strict policies and, and things they've got to follow and, and, and I will say that we have told the staff if somebody has in and they comes in and they have an issue with something that has happened, they have the authority to make it right. Yeah. Right. Do what you have to do to make it right. Don't give away the farm. Yeah. But make it right. Then talk to us afterwards and we'll tell you if maybe we would have done something different so that if that situation occurs again, you can handle it differently. Mm -hmm. But we're never going to be mad at them for trying to fix it. Yeah. And I say it a lot, but I'd rather you fail at trying to do something good then succeed at not trying period. Mm -hmm. okay. And let's see if we can do this. I'm going to try to name the people that are there because they think they deserve a shout out. 
<laughs> okay. okay. Brittany. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Jane. Couldn't do without her. Either one of them couldn't do without well, them. Well, and didn't isn't Brittany a holdover from Rocket Boom? She, she is, is the yeah. last holdover from yeah, Rocket Boom. That's right. Right. Yeah. So don't screw me up. I got to make sure I sorry, name everybody. Sorry, but <laughs> uh, Melissa, Beth. Who else am I missing? Alyssa. Yeah. Emma. Emma and Haley and Annie and Annie and Annie's about to leave us. She's going back to school or going oh, to she's school. She's going to not college. back to school. Number five she's in her class at Alvin High School. She's going off to A and M in the fall, and wow, we're gonna miss her. Special shout out to all of those ladies over there because we could not do what we're doing without them without question and, yeah. and i'm not just saying that so that i can you know get a plug in for them they are without question the reason that we are where we are yeah they're a major part of the culture there for sure well and you have a great staff and i think it's evident that you're not we're not seeing the turnover at your coffee yeah. shop like a lot of our restaurants are talking Agreed. about there is clearly an issue not only in our country in our area of people not wanting to work right now and people coming to work. And we've got a local restaurant that won't even give you a shirt until you've come to work for a week because so many people were quitting so early. So yeah. you've created that culture for them and allowed them to, to be a little free and have a little fun and still get the job done. And they, right. they, they, they're, they're doing an amazing yeah, job. The, the coffee shop's very um, flat organizationally, right? There's literally mm -hmm. staff and a couple we have and kind of management in charge so that we can do the other Jane things that we're Brittany good at running the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, there's not a lot of bureaucracy and I can probably count on my hand one hand, how many times I've said no about something. If they come mm. up with a drink or what if we were to do this, but he doesn't say no, he says no. Yeah. <laughs> There's typically yelling and flipping a table and it hurts my yeah. back. That's why I've only done it a handful of times. <laughs> but, but to that point, allowing them to, to do all the stuff that they do has really freed Jake and I up to be able to do the marketing stuff, which is what we really love. Yeah. Like that's what we want to do. The coffee shop is just the conduit to get there. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of your marketing, 1820 marketing, um, you know, you have this really cool opportunity with Tec Texas snow fruit and the coffee shop to almost kind of have a marketing sandbox yeah. to play in. How have you found uh, the advantages of operating your storefront businesses and then you add on, but the thing that we're actually really good at is marketing, which we've done with both of these businesses. How, where do you see a lot of the good from that? It's interesting because we can test stuff, Yeah, right? We can sure. test stuff that we can then turn around and use with our customers. And cause if, if we try something with Texas snow fruit or with uh, the coffee shop mm -hmm. and it doesn't quite work out as well as we wanted it to, we, we know on the, on the positive side, we know they benefit. Yeah. That there's still some success in it mm -hmm. on the downside. You ever hear the analogy that, that a mechanic's car is always the worst. <laughs> One of the reasons that Dory and I work well together is because I'm horrible at saying I'm awesome at something. I feel like such a right. jerk. I don't, yeah, I'm can't the same do way. but I'm good at saying Dorian's yeah. great at something. He yeah. will turn around and say the same thing. And so, that's where we work well together. And it's the same thing with the coffee shop that that's why we talk about how great the staff is because we're not the ones making drinks. Right. It's not, we can, but you're not going to want to come back. Right. Yeah. And we want <laughs> you to come back. So no, I can pour a cup of coffee with yes, the best of them. Very oh, that's good. True. At that. Yeah. But you know, it's the staff and they're, they're doing a great job. And so we'd like to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Right. And so, but going back to the, the marketing side of it, if we want to try something, I don't think can, either one of us are afraid to try things. Yeah. No. And fortunately, our wives are supportive, supportive enough yeah. to say, yeah, you can try it or just all about 
That is true. And, and I would say in, in both of those businesses, creativity is very much celebrated. Oh, yeah. Uh, right down to your baristas, right down to your snow cone slingers. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know what I think call Christina calls them shavistas. Oh, okay, shavistas. Shavistas. That makes more sense. Yeah, my, my wife goes as far as to name the shaver. Well, and then all the... No, not the person. Oh. The machine. Oh, the machine. It's Snowy Steve. Okay. Well, that's not as impressive as Shavista. <laughs> no, no, I yeah. got you. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what they do. So, so we've got be... Marketing Sandbox. We've got Shavista. So yeah. we're, we're creating a culture on there your you podcast go. today. Yes. Yes. We're making Absolutely. up our own terms. But that's right. Creative re- risk-taking seems to be very much encouraged where yeah. you guys are at. For sure. So I guess that would lead me to my next question. Why do people hesitate to want to really lean into that type of creativity that marketing can really bring out for a business. It it seems to me, and even in my experience from past businesses, a lot of people really have a hard time wanting to spend the money on promoting the brand. Jake and I have a lot of, Jake and I have a lot of similar thoughts, but sometimes we differ on things. And this might be one of those things where we have different opinions. I, I tend to think that people are scared of what they don't know mm-hmm. and because they don't know marketing and they get five emails a week that says, Hey, get listed number one on Google oh, yeah. for only $300. Oh, I'm going to do that. Cause I'll get it taken care of instead of going to somebody that you know and trust that says, you know what? You can't do it in one month. Mm-hmm. You've got to do it over a period of 10 or 12 months. But once you get there, you're solid. You got to trust the process. It's what we were talking about earlier today with Amy and functional nutrition. She has a process and you've got to just trust the process. And if you trust the process and it's a good process, which I think we have, it will be successful in the long run. And I think all businesses are cyclical. Like it's all, Mm -hmm. there's ups, there's highs and lows. and, And the thing that we talk to our customers about is people don't spend money on marketing when they're doing bad. Yeah. Which is weird because they don't, that's when you they don't know how to get out of the, it. Yeah. And they don't do it when they're making good money because they think they don't need it. It's not necessary. So to me, the marketing is between that. It's as things are going really well, you need to start because it's going to go down. It's just cyclical. It's how it works. And when you're down, you need to be spending so that you're going back up, you know, and, and marketing, marketing is not sales. Mm-hmm. Marketing leads to sales. And if you don't do marketing, you're, you're cutting off, you're kind of cutting off your nose to smite your face. Yeah. yeah. So, do, so do people come to you to market a specific product or, a spe- or sell something specific? Or do you have some businesses that come and say, hey, I want to get our culture shared and out and make sure that our uh, our brand, not just a logo, our brand is, is evident to everyone who comes in? I, I think most people come with something in mind. And they really are looking for something specific. Hey, can I get business cards? Hey, can I get whatever? Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, anytime we sit down, we talk about the culture. We talk about what you're trying to accomplish. We're talking about your business plan. How does your business look to you? Mm -hmm. Where are you trying to get to? Let's don't just create business cards. Let's create a marketing plan that's going to get you where you want to be. Yeah. A lot of people want websites, but they don't want to take the time to figure out what to put on it. Yeah. How to fill it out to make sure that there's information that leads to it. And, you know, it's, you have to go, you have to put in the work and it's not fun, especially if you're just trying to survive. Like if you're, if you're working in the business, but not on the business and then 
I come to you and say, okay, you need to step out and spend a day thinking these questions and figuring out these answers so that we can do a good job for you. It, it, it's a struggle because they're thinking, oh, well, if I don't work today, I'm not going to make money if I don't do this. And so yeah. that's kind of the, a struggle as well. So when would be the, in your minds, the ideal time that a, a new business that really is wanting to get their footprint made, when would you say is the time they should be bringing you in to develop that marketing plan today? It, it's like, well, yeah. it, no, it's like that idea of when's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago. Right. But if, what's the second best day today? Yeah. Like it, marketing is the, the small business administration says that the average business should be spending 25% of, I'm going to mess it up if it's revenue or <laughs> gross, but, uh, but 25% on marketing. And the, the thing is that the more marketing you do, it, it creates a cycle of people are right. hearing you and then your business grows. A lot of people think you need to do marketing just because you need to do marketing. No, mm -hmm. marketing should drive sales. We should be able to provide something tangible that then turns around and creates revenue for you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have, a, I have a friend that had an investor in his company and they said, well, what if I took 10% of the company? And he was like, man, 10% of what I'm making now is gonna hurt. And the guy goes, yeah, but if, if I take 10% and I come and increase it by 20 times and multiply yeah. it. Yeah. Is it okay if I take 10% of that? And he's like, yeah, you know, and we're not saying taking 10% of a company, but you know, the, the money you spend towards marketing should help grow your business to where you go. I'm going to invest 20% now because I'm making more money. Mm. So in my past job, I would go into a job and I would tell them my salary that I was looking for. And they go, Oh, that's pretty high. And I go, yes, but if I don't make you, if I don't increase your salary, your revenue by more than that, Mm -hmm. You deserve to fire me. Like, that's my job. I'm telling you that I'm worth this because I'm going to increase your business by this amount of money or this percentage or whatever it might be. Right. And I think if we don't do that as marketing over the long run, you have that same right. So you know, I'm going to go work with somebody else. I do right. think that you got to trust the process and you got to just move forward, though. Right. And it's not a switch. You can't just flip it I, and say, oh, I marketed I wish, today. Everything should grow. I wish we could. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of going back to one of the struggles is people don't, they think it's a switch or they think that a month is not really a month. Like if you say it's going to take a couple months to, whether it's a large project, video, web design, something like that, or even SEO where you're doing, it's taking time. Well, I'm not seeing any response. Well, you, you won't. And anyone that tells you otherwise is just lying to you. Yeah. They're mm. just trying to get your money. Yeah. We, we have an, we have an article that's about to go up on the website about search engine optimization. And the first question is not, okay, I can fix it what do I need to do? The question is, what is your business model? What do you look like? What do people search for you as? What do you want people to find you as? What services do you offer that people don't know about? What do people find? How do people find you if they're searching the web? Mm -hmm. Right? There's a lot of stuff that goes into it on that person's side. So somebody emailing you from Indiana or Ohio or whatever that says, hey, I can get you on the first page of Google. Well, yeah, but is it really the client you're looking for? Is it's it's sort of like people say, hey, don't, you know, go ahead and buy followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Well, so you have a million followers. Does that equate to business? If it doesn't, who cares about a million followers? Hi, this is Christina with Texas Snowfruit. We're a shave ice company located in Scopel Square in the heart of Alvin. Stop by and see us or visit us on our website at texassnowfruit.com. I'm Jamie Scafidi, President and CEO of the Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce. 
The Chamber of Commerce exists to provide support to businesses and organizations in the Alvin and Manville area. With various networking and marketing opportunities every month, the Chamber can help you grow your business. Learn more at alvinmanvillechamber.org. This week's marketing tip, what is your wow factor? Do you have a wow factor? What does that even mean? The wow factor is the reaction you get from your client once they try your service or product. Sometimes you get the wow factor even before your customer tries your product. Does your product make your customer say wow when they first see it? Do they see it when they try your product? Maybe they say wow when they are looking at your product on your website or social media. Whenever it may be, you want them to say it. You'll know when you have it when you physically hear your customer say wow. If you're a restaurant, you want a wow when they see your food, when they taste your food, when they see your menu, or even from the service they receive from you and your staff. If you didn't get it, ask yourself why and then fix it. Whatever it is that needs to change for you to get a wow, it is worth the effort. So I want to pivot a little bit and talk about the community. When we go to events, you guys are always there. Either one of you or both of you, you're always there. So you clearly value being involved in your community. Where did that come from? What's your benefit? Uh, Talk to us about your community involvement. I'll give a shout out to my parents. Um, so, so growing up, we've thanked your wives. Yeah, we've thanked yeah. your parents. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. we're hitting all the bases here. Suck up. Children, uh, children yeah. are next. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but to me, I was to, I think that America is a great country. I think that kind of not universal, but I think that a lot of people don't realize that they're born on second or third base. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so to me, if, I can take whatever I've been given and help others. That's kind of the goal in life. Mm-hmm. You know, actually we just um, saw a shirt at lunch today and the, the shirt said, um, die with memories, not dreams. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, like I kind of want to leave it all, all, all out on the field. So mm. that, that's why I do it. Partly why I do it is because I feed off the energy of other people. Right. I'm not yeah. one of those people that hanging around a lot of people drains me. It really energizes me mm-hmm. um, with th- all the stuff that we do. I need that energy to keep going. Yeah. And I really, like Jake said, really enjoy helping other people in some way, whatever way it is, even if it's just connecting somebody with the chamber, connecting somebody with a mechanic, connecting somebody with a AC guy, whatever the case may be, I want to get connect people with those people. I, I really kind of want to be that guy that people can go to and go, "Hey, can you tell me who I can get to? I've got a, I've got an issue here that I'm trying to deal with." And I go, "You know what? I, I have somebody you can contact, and they will point you in the right direction." Very good. So, let me. Since we're sitting in the Chamber of Commerce, you guys are obviously involved very heavily in the Chamber of Commerce. How does being out? at public events and interacting and networking in the community. How has it helped your business? Oh man. I don't know that we would be where we are without it. Yeah. I, to me, you go to an event and I might not know who you are. Like I might see you for the first time at an event and wave, hi, how are you doing? We pass each other. But if I see you the third or fourth time, I'm not going to feel weird about coming and going, Hey, I, look, I haven't met you yet. What's your name and what do you do? And, and, and a lot of times these events that we go to with the chamber, it's, everyone introduces themselves. And like Dorian said, I like to know 
everybody in the room somewhat. Again, I like to know a name. I like to be able to put faces with names and, and with businesses. And so to me, the repetition, while it can get exhausting because there's a lot of different stuff and there's still businesses to run, to me, being in the room, that is where decisions happen. Mm. And networking sounds a lot like you des- you described marketing. Yes. You can't just do it right. and check the box that you've done it and expect to, to get the return or the growth. Right. You have to continue to do it. You have to, to keep being visible to others, helpful to others, yeah. a connector to others. Yeah. Uh, when, the way it's helped our business specifically is I'm amazed at the number of people that come into the coffee house after we've been there 15 months yeah. and go, man, I didn't even know you guys were here. I yeah. go, oh, where are you from? They go, I live three blocks down the road. <laughs> How do you live three blocks down the road and not know we're here? Like, what are we doing wrong? And as marketers, I think we're doing things right. And so if people aren't finding us, it's likely people out there that don't, don't have any marketing or marketing knowledge are experiencing the same frustrations. Yeah. Let us help you. We can help market you. But we tell people at all these events, we tell them what we do, where we come from, and it starts the conversation. And they say, oh, where are you at? I've been there. I don't know where you are. We're downtown, Alvin. I'm not saying stay off the bypass, but go downtown. There's a lot of businesses down here that people don't know are here that are fantastic. And if people don't go, they're not going to make it. Yeah. So drive the side roads. Go find yeah. Driveways you don't normally go, they and you're going to run into some hidden gems. Yeah. And I think the first one that comes to our mind is Juanita's. If people don't know where Juanita's right. is, you need to figure it out. Go down <laughs> Sealy down to 3rd Street. You'll find them next to a Washington. That's a path you want to find. That's that right. That's a path Absolutely. you want to find. But you got to do it during the day because they're not open for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. Uh, so, Dorian, you're, one way you're giving back to the community is now you're running the local chapter of the Alvin Toastmasters. Yes. So newly elected president newly taking over from somebody that did a pretty good job before it. me. He did all right, but uh, he's kind of flashy and I don't know. I thought he was snobby. Anyway, it, it's Carrie, by the way. Oh yeah. So have you, you know, decided how you want to pump more life into what they're doing over there? What yeah. we're doing over there? Yeah. I, we've talked about it. We've had our officers meeting and the nice. one thing we talked about was exactly what we talked about in the coffee house, which is the officers need to take charge of what it is they're in charge of. Yeah. Don't be afraid to try something. Don't be afraid to talk to people and say, Hey, I know that uh, <coughs> you, you're getting your feedback and stuff or go to them and say, Hey, I haven't heard you talk in a while. We'd really like to hear what you have to say because we know it's going to help you in the long run. I mean, how many people have come into the Toastmasters and after a month and giving one or two speeches or even those short uh, table topics leave saying, you know what? I don't say, um, nearly as much mm-hmm. as I did, or I didn't realize I said like all the time. Yeah. Um, that's just a, and you can even just see the, the confidence, uh, shift, which is really yes. impressive to watch Absolutely. In, in person. And, and I've encouraged all it aside from me, all of the officers for the most part are very young. Yes. And young people tend to bring new energy, new excitement. And I don't want to stifle that. I want people to feed off of that. I want people to do what it is they feel is right. Let's talk about it. Let's get it in the open. Let's see if we can do something and invite people to come. Right on. Every Tuesday, except the third Tuesday (laughs) at the Manville Area Chamber of Commerce. That's right. Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce. Alvin Manville Area. Jake, you're... Heavily involved in Rotary, Sunrise Rotary. And everything else. And everything else, but I'm going to pick the one I know the best. (laughs) And 
you've got a big music fest coming up. And when I say big, I mean, it's huge. Yes, it is. And so, they skipped last year or so. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it's even bigger. I, I really have no idea what we're getting into. But Yeah, it's an intense three three days now. It was two days. Now we have a, a third day. Yeah. Third day. Um, Tejano Day. We're going to have Duello, which every time I mention that to someone, they're really excited because yeah. that was like their band growing up. Yeah. It was, um, and we got Josh Abbott. So it, we have a variety of bands, but it's really cool. We have um, the Fab Five come out. They're always a great concert. They come out they're they're in it they are the beatles they do their music yeah. and some other kind of they're era, awesome. era appropriate stuff and they have this english accent it's just and it's a fun time it, kids come out there's kids zone there's all kinds of stuff so. yeah and all the money raised is going to go back into the community mm-hmm. we we take all that money we do there's lots of organizations and none of them are bad we just what we do is we do one large event and then give it away the rest of the year instead of doing a bunch of smaller events yeah. to then turn around and also give it, give it away to the community. So it's a lot of work for one big event, but it it's is. a, it's a nice event and, yeah. and it does really well, which is great. And yeah, lots of people are, are blessed by people just showing up to that, yeah. which is in mid September. So quick plug for two Rotarians in here. How can someone help that organization? I think you're selling some yeah. raffle tickets and you've got tickets to go to the concerts. Raffle tickets you can buy online at alvinmusicfestival.com slash raffle. Uh, you can also sponsor the event if you're a business and you're interested yeah. in marketing your business. Yeah. <laughs> Look can, at the marketing guy knowing all the website addresses uh, and everything. And that would be alvinmusicfestival.com slash sponsors. <laughs> See, there it is. And then uh, you can also get tickets. You can buy a ticket for each of the days and for the kiddos. And there's just a lot of, there's a cook-off Mm-hmm. If you have a cook-off team and you're interested in participating in that, it's a CBA sanctioned. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's big and it's hard work, but people really enjoy it. And with any kind of luck, we'll be done with the rain. Yes. Because the amount of rain we've had at this point is just crazy. So a lot of fun. And we, you know, but, but it, the money raised does a lot of good for the community. Absolutely. I think they're doing a great job. I look forward to it each year. And I know that there are, I think there's seven, maybe eight food trucks that'll be out there. So there should be plenty for everybody to get. There's, like Jake said, there's a kid zone. There's lots to do. Um, it's, a, it's a great time to come out. It, it, you know what? I really like what Alvin in general does. So there was the 4th of July fireworks. There's there's almost always something to do in Alvin. And, and I would encourage you if you're not from Alvin, go ahead and come out and visit. All right. Well, Jamie and Carrie, we really appreciate you uh, doing this back backwards interview, whatever you want to call it. We appreciate you coming out and uh, sitting down with us and, and chatting. I think it was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. And I know Dorian does too. Yeah. Well, we hope you got what you paid for. And I'm sure we're we're certainly, I'm not going to take your seat. (laughs) Carrie's done a pretty nice job. He might be interested in taking this on a permanent basis. uh, And and I think we'd be remiss if we did not say thank you to the Alvin Manville area chamber of commerce. You guys let us come in here and kind of take over your boardroom so we can record these. Sometimes Uh, you guys have always been quick to step in and uh, help us when we need you. Jamie, you stepped in when Jake was out. It was uh, incredibly helpful. And if anybody's interested in joining the Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce, they can visit Alvin org. Thank you. .org. Gosh. O-R-G. O-R-G. There you yep. go. So thank you guys both. We really appreciate it. Enjoyed the time. 
Glad to help.